You are listening to Something Rather Than Nothing. Creator and host, Ken Vellante. Editor and producer, Peter Bauer. This is Ken Vellante with the Something Rather Than Nothing podcast and a special guest here for episode 150, uh, talented artist, uh, musician, April March. April, uh, welcome to the show. So glad to have you on. Thank you. It's nice to be on. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll be talking about um, music and art uh, with uh, with April. Um I first encountered uh, uh, some of your music, um, well, recently, some of your recent releases um, in a French pop style, uh, the track Alancy, uh, w- which we'll be playing in a little bit. Um, but prior to getting into the music and, and all that, ask a general philosophical question about your propensity to be an artist and when you when you were young, I mean, were you were you an artist? Did you see yourself as an artist? Were you doing artful things? Um, yeah, definitely. I was drawing a lot, and I was. Um, we had like a little toy reel to reel tape recorder that you just um, recorded over and over. So anything you recorded just erased the other thing. So I was doing that a lot, and drawing and painting and. You know, yep. making things. Yeah, yeah. And about 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 music, um, was there a certain point you saw yourself being a musical performer and and, and singing as a primary outlet for art? Um, yeah, I think probably um probably like right after high school I was living in, in the city in New York and I started to see that, you know, it could be possible that I could have my own band. So that's when I sort of gravitated towards that whole idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about the influence of, uh, of, of, of French pop? And um, it's, a, it's a style that maybe some Americans are used to, Sir uh, Gainsbourg and French pop uh, from, from, from a bit ago. I've always been really attracted to the sound and, and dancing uh, to that music and trying to sing along <laughs> the best that I can. So like what um, for, you know, 2022 here, uh, American listeners and the here, what, as, as far as French pop goes, um, how did you encounter it? And what do you, what do you dig about it? Um, well, I mean, I encountered it, you know, at home, because my mother had a few records. But after that, um, you know, again, when I moved to the city, like after high school, um, I I was working briefly at a record store. And um, my friend that also worked there had, um, she had the first Sylvie Vartan album that I guess her father had brought back from a business trip. So um, that's when I started to just um, look for French records beyond, you know, the things that my mother had had, like, and it was impossible to get them. So I would like hitch rides up to Montreal when my friends were playing up there and buy them up there. And I think what I liked about it, I mean, the very first uh, C.B. Vartan album is actually 
produced by Mickey Baker, who was um, Ike Turner's guitar player. So there is a, an American sound to a little bit. You know, it's a little, it's one of her more sort of rock and roll records. But um, I think what drew me in the most was there was just, it was just a completely different um, style and sound, which, you know, you know, as I spoke to people and I, I did actually end up speaking to Mickey Baker about it, just the fact that you know, in France, the musical tradition doesn't go back to, you know, blues and country. It just doesn't. They have a whole different, they're much more apt to be going back to um, classical or jazz as their roots. And then there are things like they didn't really have vocal groups, like they didn't have duop groups or girl groups, like the whole idea of um, that type of group just didn't exist so then their pop music is just coming from a different set of ingredients you know and then it's hugely influenced obviously by the UK and the US but the sort of bedrock is not um, going to be you know blues or country which is more what we have everything kind of stems from that because that's that's American music yeah yeah so, um that's i think that's what i liked it was just a completely different feeling and then you know it's very latin it's very totally different sensibilities yeah um one of the things i i i'm i'm, I'm very uh interested in about um you as a you as an artist is that um Obviously, with the audio and, and, and music is, is is one form of expression. But I know you've done um, I know you've done illustration uh, work uh, as you know uh, in the past. And I think I'm I'm really interested at those who are extremely proficient, um, like yourself, at both the visual, the illustration, and the depiction, and 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 also sound. Do you feel when you're entering into those those different realms that that your that your art practice is, is is radically different or is it just kind of a different way of of um of expressing uh what you want to uh, artistically yeah i mean i think it's just a different form of expression you know i i sort of started you know my art career really is rooted in animation i was an animator for many 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 years and, um, you know, all the Warner Brothers animators and the Disney animators like in the 30s and 40s and Fleischer's, they were all, they, they were jazz musicians too. So, um, you know, it's, there's a similar um, thing with animation and music because you're really, you're dealing with um, rhythms and um, I don't know what it is, but so it didn't, it didn't feel like any really kind of departure, like all the studios that I worked in, people were often also musicians. And yeah. like, like very proficient ones too. So, um, so yeah, it just sort of felt like it was kind of swimming in the same waters. And then, you know, more recently, you know, after I stopped doing animation, cause I was, I was trained to do like traditional, um, 
2D animation, you know, with pencil and paper. And, you know, I tried to train so that I could do computer animation. I just don't have the brain for it. So when I did switch over to illustration, um, I don't know if you had, if you know, I had a book come out, the children's book in 2000, I guess it was 2018. Um, and Jack White wrote the text. It was the text from one of his songs. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, and that's a good example. Uh, he's very, um, he uses a lot of art and images to go with the music. I mean, in everything that he does. So I just, I don't really see um, a big departure between music and 2D art really. I mean, it's sort of like film. It's just, I don't know, they kind of just all go together. Yeah, that um, that song and book, I think we're gonna be friends. I, I, I remember when I first heard that, that song, I, I just, it's strange to hear like a really sweet song, just like a really beautiful and, and sweet song. So um, when I found out you had illustrated that, um, I don't, I, I was just naturally attracted to the story that's behind that. And um, I think, I think it's a, I think it's a beautiful song. And um, so um, really love that. Um, uh April, um, I have a big, a big question uh, for you um, before we get too deep into art that I ask um, all my artist guests is, what exactly is art? Hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I suppose it's just like another language, perhaps. I mean, there, there is some saying that... Um, art decorates space and music decorates time or something like that. Mm. I don't, I might not be getting that right, but yeah, I mean, I just think it's another language or another form of expression. Yeah. Yeah. Um, about, uh, about art, it's it, about art itself. Do you think it has um, a specific role uh, for humans? Is it, is, is art supposed to be doing something for us that nothing else can? Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I mean, there's a really great James Baldwin quote, which I'm probably just, I'm just going to paraphrase it, but it's, he says, essentially, it's in the essay called the um, artist struggle for integrity, which I think was like a, um, maybe like a, I don't remember what, why it was some speech that he gave it might have been even to like a graduating class or something but he was explaining that you know the role of the artist is to is you know the artist is there to kind of describe the human experience or human condition and you know it's 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 a you know it's your responsibility because you know only you know, only an artist or a poet or someone with that type of, um, no, I don't know what you want to say, gift like, or skill. It's the responsibility of those people that were born with that to, um, to do that for other human beings, because I can't remember what he said, like something like, you know, priests can't do it. Lawyers can't do it. You know, there's a lot of 
jobs where they can't do sort of describe the experience of being human so much. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, I like, um, I'm thinking of, uh, of James Baldwin in the context of, you know, being actually pretty prominent in, uh, French popular culture and intellectual culture as a writer. I know he lived there, but also I'm thinking about the connection to, uh, to jazz. And, um, I thought Baldwin is just, just a phenomenal public intellectual, um, that, uh, he actually, so. he actually lived across the street from Gansborg at one point. Did he? I did not know. Hotel, that. I don't know if they were there at the exact same time at the hotel, yeah. but he was living in, in Paris is directly across the street from, or like diagonally across the street from Gansborg's house in Paris. Yeah. I, I, I found Baldwin to be such a, a deep thinker and, and radical and ahead of, uh, ahead of his times. I, I appreciate your mention of, uh, uh, James Baldwin. Um, uh, talking about your, uh, EP, um, uh, Palladium and, um, uh, as I mentioned, will be cut into a track, uh, all on C, which is, uh, both the, the, the video of it and your, uh, collaboration with Olivia Jean, just, just such a wonderful energy, um, uh, great tune and i know um there's kind of the variations of a theme uh haven't listened to um uh palladium can you can you just uh tell the the listeners just about the project what brought you to um uh palladium and just what you're trying to do there um well basically you know i had met olivia and she was she was wanting to record that song for her album and uh, she was having a hard time with the French. <laughs> she yeah. doesn't speak French. And um, so I think actually, um, yeah, I think Jack had reached out to me to ask what, what was my advice on how to attack that song. And I just said, pick another song. <laughs> <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> really hard song to sing, especially if, you know, if you don't speak French at all, it's like really hard. So, and then we met, um, I guess maybe six months later or something, I guess. Yeah. And I said, you know, how's that song going? And she said, oh, you know, and I said, well, why don't we just take another stab at it and I'll do it with you. She was like, oh, I like that idea. So then we just decided to do that. And Third Man um, liked the idea. So they you know, they put it out and everything and we, but we couldn't, you know, cause it's a cover. So um, we had so many different directions we wanted to go that they said it would be fine if we wanted to do three different directions and then make it six versions. <laughs> so that's what we did. We just um, did three entirely different directions. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, thanks so thanks 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 so much for doing it. For, for me, I don't know. As far as the the song itself, it felt like you can't always do that with the song, but it it, it felt right. And uh, I love the different versions. Um, so uh, April, we're gonna cut to uh, that track, listeners. Uh, this track is I want to see off uh, Palladium uh, by artist April March and Olivia Jean and Olivia Jean.
I was dancing off camera in oh, part. Okay. I was dancing off camera in part because I know like that song, there's like those type of songs. There's these songs sometimes that if, you know, some, like you hear a song played in an area and you say like this song is impossible to not dance to. And you wonder why, like, nobody is dancing. Um, uh, you um, uh, just, 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 uh, just love that track. Love that. Um, love that EP. Um, what I wanted to ask um, uh, April is, um, and this is kind of like a question about uh, influences or like how you become the person you are. But the question is. Uh, who or what made you who you are, April? Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> what made you who you are? Like, is like influences as an as an artist or as a person? I mean, sometimes people say, "I saw this, uh, I saw this painting at the at the Louvre one time," and they got into that oh, that okay. painter. Uh -huh. or like what like what like what what. Who or what made you like what you became, your influences? Um, I don't know. I mean, I was born in Manhattan, so um, I think I saw a lot of different cultures around me. And um, yeah, so I, I think, I don't know. I think that just that sort of city life made me um, feel like a, like a part of, of a very large world. And then I spent a lot of time um, also in the country, like in the woods and, you know, by the ocean and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, just the largeness of what was around me is kind of yeah. what formed me. I don't know. And yeah. um, just a lot of curiosity and then, you know, my household was very intellectual. My mother was an art historian. My dad was a um, editor at Oxford and then Yale University Press after that. So I grew up with a lot of books and records and, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah, you're 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 around it. You're around it um, growing up. Um, uh, 2022 here, um, uh, and, and just talking a little bit more about, about music. Um, have you listened to something recently that, um, like folks like really need to listen, really need to listen to this, to this music now? Is there anything you've run into recently that you're like, damn, this is, I know Olivia Jean stuff is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, like she's great. Um, but like, what what do people need to be listening now? Like, what what what's caught your ear? I like Fishbach a lot. I like her new album. And let's see. I just this morning I heard Alton Ellis, who I hadn't heard. That was kind of a little bit mind blowing for me. I don't know. I just um. I'm having like a brain freeze. <laughs> you know what's interesting? No, like seriously, on the on that question here, I you know, 
I ask it once in a while. And mm-hmm. I think I suffer from, from the same, the same thing, right? If I'd like, you listen to like 20 different things and, but if you ask that a particular moment and be like, it's all in the soup, it's all in the soup of what I listened to recently. <laughs> yeah. I just can't, I just, um, I mean, I think like that new album that I've been playing a lot is, um, Fishbox new album, but then, you know, then I went back to her first album, which I love. But, you know, yeah, I mean, that's the most recent thing that I got. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the one of the things I like to um, I like to like to ask guests is um, just as far as um, your 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 connection to um, your connection to other arts. I know I had asked a question about, you know, video and, and audio as you saw them. Um, you know, just kind of different manifestations of 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 your th- of your of your thinking. Um, one of the things that I've seen come about, or that's come about in discussion about um, the 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 role of art uh, now, and I think it's in that James Baldwin uh, quote, and it has to do with like that that the artist does have a different role, um, potentially have a different role of being able to communicate certain things that maybe other groups, like you said, maybe priests can't or, or others can't. Um, but do you think that the role of the artist uh, now, uh, just in the, in the face of, you know, things that are going on with the world where we're talking about, you know, the pandemic or, um, you know, social uh, inequities, uh, climate change, do you think that the role of, of the artist still remains the same uh, in this day and age, or is there something different about being an artist now? I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I think basically what everybody's been born with, you know, whatever their God-given talents, they just should be concentrating on that. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, there's been hard times all through the ages and everybody, I mean, everybody's roles are important. So whatever, you know, whatever you were put on the earth to do, you should be doing it. Be doing it. <laughs> I mean, that's your purpose. I think it's, you know, I don't really distinguish between which role is more important. It's all just people should be focusing on what they do best so that they don't get into other people's business. <laughs> <laughs> Should allow a pause there for five to 10 seconds. Yeah. Or trying, <laughs> trying to subjugate or take over other people or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, major, major question, uh, titular question of the show, April. Why is there something rather than nothing in this world? <laughs> so what, what kind of something? I don't know. Why is there something like, why, why, why are we doing, why are we doing these things? Why is there, it could, the universe could be, could be nothing. Oh, but, well, yeah. I, I mean, I think, you know, uh, um, I do these Vedic meditations and actually that was touched on this morning. And it's basically that 
you know, this isn't a, the universe isn't just like a cold void. It's a human universe. It's full of humans. So that is the universe. Like we make up the universe. So that's the substance. There's humans and animals and plants and um, everything. So, so that's, not, that's not nothing. <laughs> I've been asking this question for guests over all this time, and you had it in your Vedic meditation this morning, right? So (laughs) (laughs) little did I know, little did I know. Um, uh, April, March, where do people go to find you, to find your music, uh, to find your art? Um, Where, how to lead lead the listeners to uh, encountering April, March. Um, well, I think it's all on all of the streaming platforms. I mean, I don't have Spotify or, I mean, I think it depends. Like there's a certain bunch of masters that are owned by me and I took those all off all the streaming platforms. So in fact, the song that, um, I'm most known for is not available. It will be available, but, um, just not for a little while. Um, and I took it down just because a lot of it, you know, on YouTube, and I don't know if people know this, things are just put up by other people. So I took everything down so that I could put it all back up and, you know, everything can come to me instead of, I don't know, a little cosmonaut somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know, but, um, yeah, so there's that and. You know, all, it's always good to go to your local indie record store. I'm not sure if um, the record store day releases still, if there's still copies out there, but there might be. Sure, I've searched in, in uh, at least in the Portland, Oregon area, I haven't found, but I'm still on the search. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, but you can also, that record store day release was released just a few months ago on um, by Omnivore on CD with bonus tracks. Ah. so that's very easy to find you can find that awesome Awesome. i did find a francois hardy uh album nice Nice french one yeah yeah and just like groovy groovy background um I will look for that. Um, yeah. And thanks. Thanks so much for, uh, thanks so much for you, for your music in, in, in art. Um, everybody should check out April March's, um, uh, music. Uh, like I said, I love the video, your collaboration with Olivia Jean, very vibrant, uh, very, uh, dance worthy, a style of music I love. And it just, it's just very, um, uplifting and, super poppy without apology like just feeling it just feeling it i just just adore it um april thanks so much for coming on to on the something rather than nothing podcast uh it's been a great pleasure to meet you and and to talk with you and and to um hear some of some of your music uh we'll be going out um with the track uh open your window romeo and that's off uh in cinerama uh, uh, your album. Anything you wanted to say about the uh, groovy track, Open Your Window, Romeo? Um, 
I'm drawing a blank. Oh, just that, you know, that was, that's from the album um, called Incinerama that just came out on Omnivore Records. And um, that was released last year as a record store day release. But that's a, that's a really special album. And the, um, that song I wrote with um, a French composer, recording artist named Mehdi Zana and um, he's incredible. And there's uh, there's Tony Allen playing drums on that track, who is Bella's um, band leader and drummer in Invented Afrobeat, so that's- Yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah, and um, the it, it was inspired by, um, it was inspired by a, a musician that I love named Julius Lester. So, um, and I remember when we were recording it, um, Tony Allen really, we were, you know, we were all, I was singing scratch vocals while they were doing the backing track. Um, and Tony Allen was very struck by the lyrics. He said, I've never heard that before. It's very unusual. <laughs> so yeah 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 um thanks again april march um please keep making art uh thoroughly uh, thoroughly enjoy it and um really appreciate your time and 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 taking the taking some time to 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 chat with us um really appreciate you My pleasure. bye now okay thank you so much
This is Something Rather Than Nothing.